Welcome to the Alpha Dude Podcast with Michael Pulser. What would it be like if you knew that you were unstoppable and you could live life on your terms? Better yet, how good would it feel knowing that on your deathbed, you had fulfilled all your potential and more? Life on Earth has a beginning and an end. It's what you do in the middle that counts. Let's look at how to make that part even better. Hello. This podcast is for ladies only. The reason I made this is because I'm aware that I have many female listeners who I've communicated with directly. And I wanted to serve these ladies by explaining how the Alpha Dude system pertains to them. And if you're new to the podcast, stick around because I think this is so important because many of the podcast and information that I see out there directed for females are very one-dimensional. And there's nothing wrong with that. That means that there's great podcasts on stress reductions, on relationships, on business, on all of these other things. But as a complete psychological system, I just find this to be the most complete. So let's just break down what the Alpha Dude system is. For those of you who have listened before, this will give you a fresh perspective. And for the new people, this is your introduction. So the Alpha Dude system is firstly broken down into two aspects that of the alpha and that of the dude. Now, as this is for ladies, I'm going to break it down even further, not to be condescending, but to make it more applicable. And so the first part is that the alpha is the part we add on to the dude. So the dude is the part we address first. So the dude pertains to the person. The person is you. Dude refers to man in slang. Man refers to person or human being. And the person and human being in which we are is the most extraordinary species in the entire world. Our amazing brains allow us to have metacognition, to think about thinking, to think deeply, and to be self-aware. All of these facts alone make us incredibly special, and as such, we're to be treated as such. The only thing is that through years and years of being hurt, we've been scarred, changed, twisted, and this has changed who we actually are. So we have to go about and remove all of that stuff. Now I talk specifically on how we do this in other podcasts, but I want to put one thing out there. When you get to this place, many people think, all right, well, I am at my best. I'm me. Why would I possibly have to add anything else onto it? Well, the fact is this. In many cases, you don't. In your family, relaxed situations, all of these places, that's who you are and that's who you should be. But think about the best, most powerful leaders you know. Think about those who are really getting out there and doing what you admire. I mean, these people, they have a way of presenting themselves. They have a way of communicating. And most of us aren't born with this natural ability. So even once you wipe away all of the rubbish that's covered you over all of the years, then you still have to do work, and that's work on yourself. And that's what I refer to as the upgrades. And the upgrades in the Alpha Dude system is the Alpha component. And again, in terms of personal development and maths, Alpha is adding something on. Now, the Alpha component comes from the Alpha Male concept. Now, don't turn your podcast off if this repulses you, because I want to break this down. 
Alpha basically means the dominant member of the group. Now, dominant sounds really bad, but if you actually look at what that means, it means the one with the power and influence over others. Now, think about that carefully. All the best leaders and all those who are really making serious moves, they have power and influence. So it's not something that we bow down to and worship and glorify and want as our purpose of life to be super powerful, but it's more so just a fact that it does help us to achieve what we need. And once we communicate it properly, we tell ourselves that, hey, you are really at that level that you need to be, and other people pick on it really quickly. And it boils down to have one thing, and that is confidence. So the do component, as I mentioned before, is more about being true to yourself, and that's having the self-esteem about how you feel about yourself generally. The alpha component is more about confidence, and confidence is more situational, which means that you may be confident in one area, but not in another. So that's all well and good, and there's many ways in which you can work on this, but I've put together four parts which make it so you can't fail on being confident in a situation. And you have to have four parts. And the four parts that I use in the AlphaDude system is the attitude, aptitude, altitude, and amplitude. Just four things. I made it an alliteration with A and Ood at the end, so it's like the Alpha Dude. But as I said, this is a women podcast, so we're changing things up. Instead of it being attitude, we're going to be about the mindset, and we're going to call that thought. Okay, so we've got the the thought process of how you present yourself, the mindset. The next part is the aptitude. Aptitude is the skills that you bring to the situation. And trying to be clever and work out a way to make it rhyme, the only thing I could come up with is chalk. So your ability and your skill set is chalk. The next one is your altitude. And that's basically how you present yourself physically. Again, Trying to find a way to rhyme it is not easy. So here it goes, walk. So thought, chalk, walk. The, your mindset, your abilities, and the way you present yourself physically. And the last one, amplitude. And that is your voice. And that is so important because so many of us have voices that just need to be worked on. And once you make these changes, it makes all the difference, particularly when you've made changes in every other area. I mentioned in an earlier podcast about that movie Growing Ups where they have that muscle guy on the beach and he's flexing his muscles in front of the ladies. Now all the ladies are giggling and they're looking forward to meeting him because he's walking up and everything's on point. His body language, he looks like he's got a great attitude, he's obviously got some sort of skill set to approach the girls and then he opens up his mouth and he comes out with this crazy accent and that just ruins everything. Now, although this is just a movie, in real life, a similar thing happens. You really have to make sure that the way you communicate is spot on. So, just to break that back down, you have the alpha and the dude component. You have the four A's, or in this case, the four parts which we call thought, chalk, walk, and talk, which is your mindset, your skill set, the way you communicate physically, and the way you communicate verbally. Next, we have the way that we communicate with other people. 
And they have a concept called projection and reflection, which I think is basically easier explained as being a mirror. And that is that others are exactly like you. So that once you realize that, you can see the struggles that they are going through and you can empathize and then you can create more rapport that you can get on with them at a deeper level. Once you can realize that other people feel this way, you can see how they see you as well and it becomes an endless cycle. Like I said, I'm just going to touch on these concepts, but later on, if you stick with me for other episodes, I go way deep into this and it basically becomes installed. If you stick around long enough, after enough episodes, it's like, bang, full installation. This stuff becomes second nature and you do make changes. It's not just a feel-good pump-up. The next one is metacognition. As I said, humans, to my knowledge, are the only animals or species, if we call ourselves animals, that think about thinking. And by thinking about thinking, it can get us in a lot of trouble. It can scar us up. It can put us in a place where we think about thinking so much that we actually don't even know what's real. We're trapped in our thoughts. And that's where we go through other processes to work through it. Some of these include mindfulness, which I'll have a guest to discuss that later in the episode, and graded exposure where you take little steps at a time that communicates with your mind about what you're doing. That, in turn, tells your mind to think about different things, and it's a ridiculously good process. The difference of the sexes. Now, I'm not going to get into these specifically because there are many differences, but I'm here to focus on the similarities. And if you are a human, and I presume you are, and you show that you are confident through the way you present yourself, then you'll run into less issues generally. Reducing negativity has effects, and that includes that for men, men are less likely to get attacked or jumped or beat up. And women, they're less likely to get assaulted or raped or any of these things. The enhancing positive effects of this system are also universal. And that includes things like improved relationships, less stress, more influence, and the autonomy to use all this new power for good. So, in summary, the Alpha Dude system, while created with for men, has a massive crossover for females. So if, you, if you're a female and you tune in, by all means, you will learn so much, not only about how men work at their peak, but how you can also achieve that. And guys, if you're listening as well, I appreciate you tuning in to this episode. this episode, we talked about the Alpha Dude system and how it translates to ladies. Next, we have Mariah give her perspective on psychology, females, and mindfulness. Once you see what is transferable between the genders, realize that apart from situations like dating, which I don't cover, most other aspects are universal and so transferable between the sexes. Before I hand you over to Mariah, I would like to thank you for tuning into the podcast today and urge you to keep listening as the information in upcoming podcasts are both transferable and enriching in this unique system which you're unlikely to find anywhere else.
So firstly, I just want to thank Michael for having me on the show. I'm really excited and really honoured to be asked to uh, talk to you guys today. So who am I? My name's Mariah. I'm Australian girl with the world at her feet. I'm a big dreamer with a purpose to inform and educate the world. I do this through my own podcast and my blog, Traveller's Antics, which is a mindful and travel blog. I just love to tell stories and uh, I studied journalism at uni, so that kind of says where I'm at with telling stories. I love to tell people's stories, my own stories. It's just I love to inform and educate. So where did my mindfulness journey begin? So back when I was around 20, my boyfriend at the time suffered mental health issues. Trying to work hard to keep myself focused on my university degree, as well as helping him through the tough times, I found myself becoming sad, insecure, anxious, and just half the person that I was. I lost my drive, my passion, and my ambition. I would find myself procrastinating a lot more, um, taking midday naps and scrolling endlessly through social media when I had things that I wanted to do and places that I wanted to be. Once that relationship ended, which took a lot longer than it should have, and a massive broken heart, I then decided to move to Melbourne around two hours from my hometown on a quest to chase my own dreams. This wasn't an easy step for me as I tried to move to Melbourne in the past when I was at university and moved home after six months when feeling desperately homesick. But after this new big move, I was finally happy. But I never really addressed the insecurities and the doubt that I'd faced from my past. After being in Melbourne for around a year, I found myself starting to be more open to the idea of a relationship. But my insecurities, my doubt and my lack of self-love found my found me feeling anxious and unsure. And that's when I decided that I needed to address my inner self-love and that I couldn't love anyone unless I'd love myself. And anything within that time of development, I would have self-sabotaged. So the first thing I did, it was around uh, May 2017, I downloaded the podcast Happier by Gretchen Rubin, the Smiley Mind app and a yoga channel on YouTube. So how did I actually manage to find all these things and why? <laughs> well, the podcast, um, I just kind of typed in happy into the podcasting search app. I was at a time of real sadness and I kind of thought that was where I should start. I watched a video on YouTube by Prince EA and if you don't know who he is, He's a motivational YouTuber and he spoke about using your time in your commute to work or wherever, uni, to learn and educate yourself. So through podcasts or audiobooks. So I took this advice. I had an hour drive to work every day. That's two hours a day in the car that I could have been listening to something other than music. So that's how I discovered the podcast. Then I knew yoga and meditation would help because they were becoming really popular and there was just articles that I would read and we had discussions at work all the time. My boss is really open to a lot of mindfulness things and motivational self-improvement, so we were always sharing ideas and thoughts and things that we'd read. So that really helped me with the educational side of mindfulness and goal achieving. 
So I listened to the podcast and I found little ways of making myself happier every day and improving efficiency, motivation, and goal setting. I used the app to meditate daily until I could meditate on my own. And I started yoga and a lot more exercise, going to the gym and trying to commit to gym and finding workouts that motivated me. And from that moment on, I always practice being mindful and self-love. I think it's so important to always take the time for your own mental health because you should never, ever take this for granted. Your mental health will impact your physical health, your spiritual health. It's just a whole holistic approach to our health. And then onwards, I slowly became more motivated. I was so interested and keen on improving myself and I just kept improving every day. I would really found a love for exercise, which then sparked my motivation to eat healthier and to live a bit more of a healthier lifestyle. I Don't get me wrong, I love going out. I love having fun. But I think as long as we can stick to something and balance, we're going to be a lot more kind to ourselves because we know we're putting in that kind of hard work. So that leads me to one day at work. I was on our work intranet, which is our staff portal, and I saw a post from an international team member about this book called The Miracle Morning and how you could improve your life before you even began your day. So I asked her what this was all about and she emailed me the book in PDF, The Miracle Morning by Hal Alrod. If you don't know who Hal Alrod is, he's a motivational life coach. He's written a lot of books and he experienced a really horrific trauma when he was younger and in the end he used that trauma to improve his life and he realized this through waking up an hour early every single day and this in the long run helps you improve a greater sense of self-improvement and this really pushed me to be my best I think this was like the turning point for me and it, it practices mindfulness self-improvement, development, self-love. It's all packaged up in your morning before you've even started work. So essentially uh, what Hal has got everyone to do is use an acronym SAVERS. Silence, affirmations, vision, exercise, reading and scribing. Silence is your meditation. So the mornings I do my miracle morning because some mornings I just go to the gym. But if not, I try and do these throughout my day as well. Silence is your meditation. So whether that's using the Smiley Mind app or doing your own form of meditating, um, another great way of looking at meditation is not just your breaths. Um, Hal also talks about different types of meditation. So gratitude meditation is probably one of my favorites. And it's a matter of just thinking of things that you're grateful for whilst being in the present moment. And that's just reeling them off and you'll find yourself feeling amazing after that form of meditating. So S is for silence, A is for affirmations. So my affirmations I read before I go to bed and my other affirmations I listen to that I recorded on my phone on my way to work. So your affirmations could be anything, any form of self-love, anything that you have issues with. So whether it's you care about what people think about you, 
you are scared to be alone, anything. If you could Google affirmations, print off a list and read them every single day and eventually you start to believe them. Another great book on self-love and affirmations is Miranda Kerr and she really helped me form my own. So Miranda Kerr is an Australian supermodel um, married to Snapchat creator. So if you Google Miranda Kerr's book, you'll find that's really useful as well. The V is for vision. So Hal does this a little bit differently to I myself. He spends time every morning closing his eyes and thinking about the most ideal life. Now, I know where I want to be and this is perfect for anyone that really needs to focus on that end goal. But my form of vision is my vision board and that's my 2019 vision board. So that's up in my room on my ensuite door and I see it every single day and I make sure I look at it every single day as well as I've got my goals in a notebook. I always try to read those. In terms of long-term vision, which is something that we all need to look towards, I put those in my affirmation. So my 2020 goal is to move to New York and that's kind of where I'm at long-term and I have a five and a 10 and a 15 year goals that I've kind of set for myself. So it's just ensuring that you always refresh on where you want to be and envisioning yourself in those moments because those vision boards, it's so fixed in your brain, you don't even realize that you're working towards it. And when you achieve them, you're so proud of yourself. But at the same time, it's like you attract it, but really you're working towards it because you're using consistency. You're doing something every day towards it because it's fixed in your brain. So Envision taking time to envision your future and where you want to be. Then E is for exercise. So whether that's, you know, yoga, whether it's a HIIT workout at home, whatever you do or you go to the gym, I exercise at least five times a week and one, once on the weekend I try and have a break. So it's important to rest um, and one day of rest just really helps your body recuperate and it's usually a Sunday for me or a Saturday or even a Monday. So exercising is super important on that morning. Uh, even if you do a little workout on your phone, yoga is great as well. Just get out, get up off the couch and just do something. It'll, you'll feel a lot better for that. R is for reading and um, usually reading like self-help or motivating books. I love to read, so I'm currently reading like five books right now. But just taking the time to at least read for 10 minutes. Um, and, yeah, self-help will be great because it will it'll help you towards your goals and, and just pick something, a topic that's really relevant to you. And you'll find that you'll really enjoy reading it because you're learning as well. And S is for scribing, so writing a journal, writing things down, writing your ideas down. So for scribing, um, I usually do mine before bed. So I recap my day. I write one thing I'm grateful for and one thing that I love about myself because we get so caught up in life that we never really take the time to be grateful for what we have. And also we never tell ourselves what we love about ourselves. So this is a perfect time to do that. As well as when I'm in the moment, I always try and write things down so I remember them. 
And that's really important as well. So you could take the morning to write in your journal or you could use the time at night and have more time in the morning. So I do a lot of these things throughout the day as well, which gives me a little bit more time in the mornings, which I use to catch up on things, like whether it's working on my blog, working on any projects or just getting things done so that when I get to work, I feel so productive and fresh and I'm ready to go. And it's just a great way to get a bit of consistency. I think the most important thing to get towards our goals, whether it's mindful goals, health goals, anything, it's just being consistent every single day consistently work towards it whether it's something really small just get something done and then I read and research and just get involved in this sense of being the best person I can be I truly believe that we I truly believe that if we have a positive mindset we'll attract positivity and achieve more than we ever thought we're capable of and just being mindful is not really that easy and it's something that you need to stop and alert yourself about all the time because we can get too far ahead of ourselves during our day. We can be really hard on ourselves, say if we miss the gym, eat something bad. You know, we are our biggest critics. And then also just saying things to yourself that you wouldn't even say to your best friend. So mindfulness is about stopping yourself from getting into those moments and just taking a step back and looking at the bigger picture and focusing on the now instead of something that you need to do in half an hour, an hour or whatever. I always find this when I'm traveling a little bit. I really like to practice mindfulness because you're so excited that you're in this new place, you're experiencing a new culture, that you're constantly thinking about the next thing that you're going to do, the next thing you're going to see. And instead of just taking in where you are now, you're always looking towards what's next. What am I doing next? So I think it's really important to practice this so when we're in these situations of the most amazing experiences that we just take them in, we're not thinking about the next thing that we're going to do. But as I said, being grateful for what we have and practicing self-love, this is when you use those moments in life. You know, it could be driving home from work and you sometimes this happens to me. I'll be driving home from work and I see the city skyline and I just I'm so grateful for my drive home from work because I get to see that I love the city skyline it's just those little things like you know you might have a walking path that you use all the time and you might just walk it every single day but sometimes you just need to stop and take that in and be grateful for those moments those morning walks or sunset walks and just take everything in around you because you might never live that experience again. You might get that opportunity again, maybe if you're lucky. You might do something similar, but I can guarantee you that you'll never ever live that moment again. So you just need to take in every single moment. As my friend has said to me before, out of the 365 days in this year, not one of them is guaranteed to you. So you just need to think about that every single day. And I can guarantee you, you'll be a lot more grateful for what you have. And instead of thinking about what you don't have, just think about what you do have. And I use these moments. So when I am in an amazing experience or an opportunity, or even when I'm at my absolute low and I feel horrible and unmotivated, I just use this gratitude to lift me from those moods, whether it's to take a step back or whether it's to start being happy again for that moment. Gratitude will really help you get there. 
And, you know, every winter since I can imagine I've had winter blues, I've, I would be stuck and unmotivated and just feeling really down. I would come home from work, just lay on my bed, flick through Facebook, as I said before, flick through social media. And I'm sure we can all relate once the weather changes. We feel horrible and flat and you leave for work when it's dark and get home when it's dark and you can't be bothered thinking about what you want to have for dinner or anything like that. But I think if we practice mindfulness, that's the moments where we are grateful for, you know, the blankets and being able to have an excuse to sit on the couch one day and do nothing or, you know, winter can be a great time to get those projects done because summer we're always like out in the sun, going to the beach, experiencing the outdoors a little bit more in winter. Maybe we can appreciate that so we can get those things done that, you know, get ahead of us, whether it's working on a project or making photo albums and scrapbooks. It's like they're those moments where you can do those kinds of things. And this year I'm absolutely determined that I will not get the winter blues. I have enough mindfulness practices now to ensure that this doesn't happen. So that's kind of all I have on mindfulness. It's just one of those things everyone's different and things work differently for everyone. I think the key to life is balance. So it's balancing our eating, you know, we, we can't be perfect. We can't eat a sugar-free diet unless we absolutely want to. We can't go to the gym every single day. Life gets ahead of us. Things happen, whether it's injuries, children, projects that you want to work on. We can't always get to the gym, but as long as we're doing something and being active, don't be too hard on yourself. And just be consistent in what you do, whether you've got a book that you want to write, whether it's a website you want to make for your new business or anything just a podcast that you want to create just one step every single day if you can commit to doing a little bit on it every single day you will work on it more and more and more and you'll get more motivated and more passionate and those things will come to you and just be consistent and also my keyword for 2019 is to grow so I want to grow my happiness I want to grow my career, grow my podcast and my blog. I want to grow my finances because we all know that finances is the one thing we all want to grow and that's probably the one thing that I struggle to maintain. Uh, We want to grow our experiences and our love for our friends and our family and just the opportunities we have. So mine's grow. So maybe just have a think about a couple of things to really help with mindfulness Number one, what are you going to do to be mindful? Are you going to meditate, do yoga, be grateful every day? So put in a place like a mindfulness routine for yourself, whether it's at night, in the morning. If you read The Miracle Morning, that will really help you. So journaling, all that kind of thing. But set your mindfulness routine. Number two is to think of your why and your purpose. And once you know your purpose, I can honestly guarantee you, you'll be a lot happier and you'll stop doing things that are unnecessary. You know, we know we have to clean the house and cook food and do all those little jobs that we just don't really love. But if you find your why, then all the other things in your life will make sense. 
And then the last one is to pick your 2019 theme word and and just something that will resonate with you and that will push you towards your goals. Mine's grow. So if you want to tell Michael what yours is, I'm sure he'd love to hear it. Thank you so much for listening to me. And I really, really hope you got something out of it. And just remember, love yourself. Thanks, Pete. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. If so, rate it from the place you downloaded it. For any questions, send an email to michaelpulser at gmail.com. If you like the podcast so far, you will love Michael Pulser's new book coming out soon, Alpha Dude Personal Upgrade. In this text, we look deeper at the Alpha Dude system with many not-seen-before tools and techniques which will upgrade you so you can fulfill your potential. Stay tuned for details.